my advice is always, if that's the route you think you need to take, it's go into it open and go in with some thought, you know, of who you want to hear from. Yeah, and even just a random thing so you know that it's legit. I mean, that would be my advice. I just had this discussion <laughs> with somebody who was like, it's all a bunch of crap. And I was like, it can't be, you know? And they're like, all right, with your woo-woo stuff that you're all into now, like, leave it alone. I'm like, whatever. Welcome to the Let Me Walk With You podcast. I am your host, Nicole Polarczyk. I am a support coach who wants to walk with you while you go down this path called life. With the twists, turns, and unexpected events I've experienced, I know I'm not alone when I say it's hard to go through it on your own. I want to be the person I needed through those times for you. Weekly, I will bring you an episode about my journey and where I'm going. Come on, take a walk with me. Exactly. And so many people are scared of death or, you know, they don't understand it in a way or they think it's bad, right? But you're giving them a a different insight into what the whole death process is, Mm -hmm. you know, and how to be able to have that relationship with the person that's dying or even the relationship with the family members and how to be able to grieve and process those things because there's a lot of attachment to death as well, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of shame, a lot of grief, a lot of resentment or anger that's happening, you know? So you're just giving a whole new perspective to death and allowing people to share their stories and allowing them to be heard Mm -hmm. for their experiences that people are suppressing or don't want to be able to hear, you know? Exactly. You know, like all those emotions associated with death and stuff I dealt with guilt I was riding the guilt train for a very long time pretty much within days of my mom passing away it was like already guilt was like riddling me I mean I just had so much guilt and you know I eventually went to like a medium and literally the whole thing was all associated with everything I felt guilt over was what my mom was talking about, you know? And she was like telling me, it's okay. Like, you don't need to feel that way. Like, I didn't see it that way. So that's like kind of, you know, that's the route that I went because I knew I needed to speak to somebody that could tell me about my mom, you know, could tell me something. And those were the things that I needed to hear because they were just I mean, making me sick, making me just so emotional. And it was always just over those things, like not feeling, you know, feeling like I did something wrong or feeling like so much stuff was unsaid, feeling like I did. I made her upset in like her last two days or whatever of her life. And, you know, that was like really hard because the last conversation my mom and I had when she was like fully lucid like 48 hours before she passed away, she like cried because I didn't do something. So I immediately felt so much guilt from that. That being like our last really deep conversation where she was like with it, 
just a normal conversation, but where she was really with it because the next day she was like in and out. And then the following day, you know, she had passed away and she wasn't verbal at all at that point. So, you know, there was a lot there that I was feeling. I mean, at the time when she was like, I was by her bedside and stuff, those thoughts were still there. Like, crap. Like, I don't want that. That's like my last memory of like a conversation, you know? So that was like hard. And it, you know, it took months. It took me going to a medium. And I mean, if you're going through the same thing, medium, a medium is always like a good route to go to. I love a good skeptic. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I know for me, the conversations that were had with me and the medium I went to, and even the conversations Jamie and I have had, where my mom has been entwined in that conversation, there are things that no one's going to know that come through, you know? Yeah. When I went to the medium in our conversations, there were bits and pieces of things of my mom's personality that no one would know unless you saw her, like heard her say these things because the medium was literally saying them like my mother would say them. Those are just, you can't, you can't look that up on the internet. You can't read it somewhere. Yeah. You know. And I think it's really important for two things. Like when you're going through that and, and having a completion, like what is it that you need? You know, like coming back to like, what do you need to feel like completed or what do you need for you to be able to start the grieving process? And for you, it was a conversation with your mom, you know? And so that's why that went to, you went to a medium, but also too, I want to talk in the mediumship side because I, I am a medium, right? But two things is like a lot of people come to mediumship and they, they want to be proven that it's real, right? Mm -hmm. And you're coming to a medium so that you can have a conversation with somebody that has passed. So there, there's a difference between wanting to be proven that this is real and also having an allowance for the conversation to happen. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if there's too much pressure resistance, then spirit's not going to feel safe enough to be able to come through either, you know? So I I just wanted to preface that as well. Yeah, because I've talked to someone that was a skeptic, and I literally said, I was like, think of something random. No one would know, like a joke you had with this person, just something that no one would know this, Mm -hmm. you know? And just say before you go in, like, all right, if this is real – Bring this up. Bring it up somehow, mm-hmm. some way. And it was brought up. And they were like, holy yeah. shit. Like, no one would know that. I'm like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I said, you are so like, you went in a little open. I said, you got to go in a little open. You got to be like, yeah. all right. You know, because <laughs> when I went in, I mean, I obviously believe in this stuff. But I said, all right, these are the four people well, three people and my dog, I wanted to hear from. And I said, if these people come through, you know, my time is well spent and my money was well spent because one person was a wild card because they're not physically attached to me. They're not my family. I wanted to know if they knew of me, you know? And that was my boyfriend's dad. Like, I just randomly said, like, hey, you want to come through, come through and say something. 
And sure enough, at the end, he came through, you know, and my dog came through. And I was more emotional of my dog coming through than I was like, I think my mom and my dad at first, because I was like, holy crap, that's my dog. And I was like, you know, because a dog can't verbally tell you things. So just to know that she came through was like huge, that she's still like her spirit is there, you know. But yeah, I mean, my advice is always if that's the route you think you need to take, it's go into it open and go in with some thought, you know, of who you want to hear from. Yeah. And even just a random thing. So you know that it's legit. I mean, that would be my advice. I just had this discussion <laughs> with somebody who was like, it's all a bunch of crap. And I was like, it can't be, you know? And they're like, all right, with your woo woo stuff that you're all into now, like leave it alone. I'm like, whatever. But, you know, all of this, like, this just encapsulates everything, like, the crystals, the meditations, the sage, all the things, you know, they bring me peace. And they bring me comfort. And yeah, I believe in it. So that's why we're going to talk about it. It's not <laughs> in that stuff. You know, I've always felt like there's got to be something else. There's always got to be something else. And then once I got more into this, I realized this is my something else that, you know, really sits with me. I know you are not a fan of journaling. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) saying that. I – some people think that journaling is like – I feel that some people do it as – something that they think that they're getting to the root source or distraction. So, yeah, not all journaling is that way, but some of it is. Some of it is. (laughs) And if you're, like, journaling, what – I mean, if you've come into, like, one of these containers, some containers are, like, all about journaling. Some of them Mm -hmm. are, like, don't do that here. So you learn, like, there's prompts that you could be given – yeah, literal little like workbooks and stuff like that. I mean, for me in the beginning of my, I don't know how I want to word that, taking care of myself, really kind of trying to focus on me. That was what I needed. I needed the journaling. I needed something tangible to really like work through some things and to make sense of things. Now I'm to the place where, okay, I've done that. Now I want to get into all the other stuff and really play with that and see what can happen. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is that so many of us are in our minds, right? Like when I look at somebody in their soul, especially a lot of entrepreneurs, when I look at them, like their their soul is just embodied within their head and the rest of their soul is like flying beside them. And so being able to actually get into your body and understand the feelings that are arising and coming up and being able to process those things in an emotional, energetic way is really going to help you to deeply connect to yourself, but also establish that trust more within you instead of looking for validation outside of you or trying to understand something in a conscious way where it's not understood, it has to be felt, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
when we go into it, the reality is a belief or a thought is actually transmuted from an energy, an emotion that you have experienced something that created an emotion that now creates a thought or creates a belief because you've had that experience. So how do you actually remove that thought or belief? It's not doing mindset work. Mindset work makes it acknowledgement and awareness to it, right? But you have to be able to shift the dynamic of your actual frequency and emotion that you have felt actually attached and associated Mm -hmm. with that belief or thought, right? So- It's really, if you want to get to know you better, you know, and guys, this took me a long time too. you know, I have like a full body meditation that I do. And the first time like I've done it like over and over and over again, I would be asleep by the time I would get to my ankles and we started at my feet. So like I didn't feel safe enough to be in my body Mm -hmm. because that was my coping mechanism, you know, to feel safe when I was younger. So it, it takes time, it takes space, but it takes also you being able to be your own priority to, for that to actually happen Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. Like, especially if you're going to start doing the like guided meditations and stuff, you have to be open to it and you have to be willing to hold space for yourself and be like okay this is my time and to not let your mind tick 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 with like everything that you want to think about like you have to be there you have to be as these meditations go like yeah like the ones that you have like you have to just be present and you know and it's a process it's a learning time I mean, I'll say that for myself as someone that's somewhat of a beginner. I mean, it takes time, you know, like for me, we've done the sound healing meditations, like that's with the bowls and stuff. We've done them virtually. I went to one in person recently. And I mean, that was like really intense in person, hearing everything, you know, they actually came and like put a bowl like on my stomach and was playing it. That was like really intense. But I feel like at some point I must have blacked out somewhere because I was with it for a majority of the time. And I think I blacked out because next thing I know, she was saying there's water by your head. And I'm like, I didn't even know you were by my head. So I must have blacked (laughs) out at some point because she was like walking around the room the whole time. So I was very conscious that she was moving about. But, you know, that experience in itself was very like what was coming up and, you know, The things that come up when sometimes you do some of the deeper meditations, I think you have to like take them and like put them in your back pocket and then try to like process that stuff. Because for me, I think they come up for a reason, you know, like at night I had some off the wall dreams. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's this, right. It's like our mind is like its actual job is for it to protect us, mm-hmm. right? And so it's going to create stories. It's going to do whatever it needs to do so that you don't go into a situation or an environment or relationship with somebody that they can feel that this is unsafe. When you feel unsafe, uncomfortable, oh no, I don't know what's going to happen. That's when the brain is like, oh, okay, we need to like make this, you know, 
mm-hmm. shift right now. We are in survival mode. We are in fight or flight, right? And there's two instances of being able to interrupt that is acknowledging that, acknowledging the thoughts that are coming up and saying, okay, thank you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. Now it's it's time to be present within my body, mm-hmm. right? And, and once that deterrent happens and becomes like this habit or this pattern within you, then it gets to the point of like, okay you're able to control your own energy and what you are being present with instead of having your thoughts and beliefs control or dictate your future, mm-hmm. right? It's exactly. all about that dominant vibration of allowance. Exactly, exactly. And I know this is like new for so many people that are listening, probably. This is like just the tip of the iceberg, really. <laughs> Um, we're keeping it basic here. Yeah. <laughs> like we start hearing generalized blue. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to this. This is like where I've been the past six months. So I've heard this and I've also heard this in other aspects of like my own research and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just really, my purpose today to have Jamie was really to introduce this and, you know, keep this conversation going I'm sure she'll be back at some point in time too to come on and have other chats. Of you know, course. there's more discussions that need to be had. We wanted to keep it as light as possible, I think, today. Just a little intro to this world, this energy, these topics. But yeah, I'm so excited you came on. Like I'm so glad you came. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm I couldn't talk for hours about these things. You know, I yeah. can rant a lot too. So <laughs> I know. I'm just, you know, so just a little back piece is like when I first came into Jamie's space, it was like I think when we had like our discovery call or we had a call and it was like where I was like going back and forth with like podcast stuff. It's like just like, just do it. Like, you know, <laughs> and, you know, she helped me. She gave me, like, a suggestion for someone to help me with the editing parts and stuff like that. And, like, here we are just, like, rolling through it because when we started the Mastermind, I, like, just launched my podcast. So she's been here for, like, the whole thing. And I think she was even the one that said, okay, now it's time to have guests and where are we going to go with that? <laughs> But yeah, like this is like the vibe here, you know, she's helped me immensely and ever so grateful, as you know, and as I've told you many times. But yeah, I'm just so glad you were number one and came on first and we got this all situated. But yeah, I am just so grateful you were here. I'd love to have you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. I love holding space for you. I love you. Like you have done so, so much (laughs) in our journey together. It has Mm -hmm. been mind blowing. And I know, you know, people are always like, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Right. Always that like, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I did it, but I didn't get to this point yet. You know, it's really, really hard to push that aside and really look at you and your growth and your evolution and your allowances and your emotions and everything of the journey that you have been on. And it's just been so amazing to be a part of and see you. So thank you for showing up for you. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for all the pushing. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Pushing. Pushing that needed to happen. Hard conversations. Let's say accountability. 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 Yeah. Pushing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is. It's laughter still. And it's all healthy and it's needed. I'm someone that will drag my feet forever. And Jamie has helped me not do that and just do the things. So, and that's why I'm continuing with her for like another three months. So, yeah, I mean, things need to happen. Things need to shift. And sometimes you do need a little help getting there. And there's no shame in admitting that at all, in my opinion. So we are going to... Do you have anything else you would like to chime in on really quick or? Because I think also two people just need to understand that like I was Catholic my whole life. You know what I mean? So I was like very religious Mm -hmm. and how I came into it was I was actually, you know, I was actually taken advantage of energetically. And so that is why I'm able to see ill-willed spirits or see the highest divine spirits because I had that interaction. And not a lot of people work in that way, but obviously I had to have that interaction for me to be able to help people now and support them. Mm -hmm. So I understand how hard it can be for somebody to be open to this world if they haven't experienced anything like this energetically, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just being able to take it step by step and also being able to be open. And if you're not, that's okay too. That's your experience and your way of living. But I think it was really important for me to be able to say like, like I was human once. Now I'm just superhuman, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, if my mother was here now, she would not be into any of this. She would be like super against Mm. it all. I mean, mm, she's totally into it now, though. It took her crossing. Oh, it took her going to the other side to be like, oh, OK, this is like this is where it's at. Like, you know, because before, yeah, this is the this only way. Not, I, yeah. Yeah. Like she would not be. The, no, <laughs> it, it's the only way that she can communicate with her daughter, you know, other yeah. than, you know, you inviting it her into your space or whatnot. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all along when I was like, oh, you should go to a medium or this and that. And she was like, no, I want no part of that. So here we are, you know, but yeah. So with that, Jamie, I'm sure we'll be back again soon at some point. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and continued support. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed your time and desire more content, it would mean a lot if you could leave me a review on iTunes and subscribe. You are welcome to join me on Instagram at Nicole Polarczyk. You can also join my free Facebook group called Let Me Walk With You Community. I can't wait to share more with you next week. And remember... You are not alone. I am here to walk with you.